time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Another Retirement Roadmap Podcast is here. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro with an office on Muir's Chapel Road. Find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. Com. Glenn's a registered financial consultant, and we're going to put his knowledge to the test today on the podcast. And Glenn, thanks for being with us. You ready to talk about conventional wisdom on today's show? Absolutely, Walter. Let's do it. Well, let's dive in. If you looked at the headline of today's show, you probably saw something along the lines of how conventional wisdom isn't always so wise. We're going to look at some of the conventional wisdom that exists in the financial landscape and why, if you followed that advice to a T, it might actually lead you astray. So we'll hit a couple of different topics on today's show where you may be thinking these things. Hey, this this sounds like a good thing to me. Why might not that be a good situation in my case? First example here, Glenn, has to do with the real estate side of the financial world and, and really just this sort of conventional wisdom that, you know what, you can never go wrong with real estate. Why is that conventional kind of blanket statement one that could be a danger zone for others? Well, Walter, I think it kind of falls a little bit along the lines of a lot of things we've talked about in the past is you got to be careful with, you know, broad swiping generalizations. You know, I mean, there's a lot of good examples where, you know, folks have done very well with real estate, but there's also, you know, situations where maybe not so much. And then maybe also part of the element is diving into the details, you know, how much time was involved, you know, the the, uh, the piece of real estate or the, the real estate investments have, you know, time to, you know, to build up or was it a quick turnaround? There's a lot of different elements in there that could possibly, uh, you know, change your mind and actually change your results. I mean, if you were to look at some of the great successes, um, you know, they weren't necessarily always successes from the very beginning to the very end. It might be that they were, but it's also possible that something that wasn't going well, you know, up front, maybe ended up doing well towards the end, or maybe something it, you know, it took a number of years before it really became something that was worthwhile. And, you know, it depends upon, you know, your situation as to when do you need access to money, you know, how liquid is it? Obviously, real estate is not something that, that has a lot of liquidity, meaning that you can't just like go out and just cash it out like you couldn't maybe a a bank account or something that's in the markets. You know, you always have to find a buyer and different things like that. So it it really, there's a lot of elements in there, you know, to make sure that you're understanding what you're getting yourself into as to whether or not it possibly is going to be a good thing or maybe not so much. Yeah, it's a really good point. And, you know, sometimes when it comes to real estate, it's more than just a financial conversation. It's a lifestyle one, too. Do you want to keep up with, you know, if you're going the rental property route, you want to keep up with all of those things, you know, so it's it goes into a couple of different levels there. I think that's good to point out as well. Glenn, another angle here, kind of still having to deal with the real estate side of things, but also morphing into the debt conversation. There's good debt and bad debt, conventional wisdom says, and also mortgage debt is good debt. Right. And oftentimes, you know, that's kind of a, uh, like you say, it's conventional wisdom, you know, particularly when you're thinking in terms of buying a house, particularly when you're early on in your career, um, you know, in your, in your working years and you're putting money away and so forth. I mean, for the vast majority of people, a, a mortgage is they have to have a mortgage because it's like they don't necessarily have this big lump sum that they're just going to be able to, you know, to just pay for it outright. I mean, that's a very unusual thing. And then you have, still have to ask the question, well, is that the best use of your money? You know, and for some situations, 
emotions and some people and personalities it might be for other folks that maybe not so much there's a lot of elements into you know a mortgage in terms of you know interest rates and time and you know or how long are you going to stay in this particular property and you know are you pl- you know when are you planning to move you are using a fixed rate are you using a variable rate are you in retirement are you thinking about possibly using a reverse mortgage there's all kinds of scenarios there that are going to play into different strategies and so you know it, mortgages can be can be a good thing they can be a bad thing it, i really don't think in terms of that they're inherently good or bad i think it's the how you apply them it's like they're another tool in the toolbox and and if they're used properly they can be very powerful and if they if you don't use them you know right then you might end up you know paying out you know extra money that you didn't necessarily need to you know to pay out if you had had maybe a, a different strategy to work with well, I like that a lot. Another tool in the toolbox that paints the picture very nicely when you start talking about some of these things. And yeah, through some lenses, mortgage debt is going to be a good debt to have. But under other situations, yeah, maybe you want to get rid of that debt altogether. So good to have that discussion, certainly with your advisor. And uh, we'll give you ways that you can get in touch with Glenn on today's show a little bit later on as we wrap up. But a couple more things to dive into first, as we talk about conventional wisdom, sometimes it isn't so wise. We see this not only in the financial world, but there's lots of probably examples we could find conventional wisdom in everyday life that doesn't necessarily hold water for everyone. Another great example here, Glenn, is kind of our view of retirement and this mentality, this conventional wisdom that retirement is a chance to relax after an exhausting career. Well, a lot of folks think that way, Walter. And and again, it depends upon the personality and, and who we're talking about. You know, for some folks, I mean, that's exactly right. They retire and they never look back. You know, they like to, you know, maybe just kind of just relax around the house. You know, maybe they, you know, they have projects that they want to do, maybe do a little fix up or some gardening or different things like that, or maybe take, you know, a few trips and, you know, and that's just what they've been looking forward to their whole lives. And, you know, and they can just take it easy. Other folks, you know, they, they may think that and they, you know, after kind of relaxing and decompressing for, you know, maybe three to six months or maybe a year, they start looking around and going, hmm, you know, maybe there's more to this than I was thinking about. And, you know, there's other things to get involved with. And, you know, a lot of times when I have courses or workshops with folks, this is something we delve into a little bit and we talk about because, you know, most people haven't really thought about what their day-to-day life is going to be like once they retire. And to add another layer to that is that, you know, if you haven't really thought about it in great depth, what about your spouse? You know, and and maybe you have thought about it in great depth and maybe your spouse has thought about it in great depth and you kind of... figured that you were both on the same page, but then when you start having conversation, you realize, oh gosh, I didn't realize that you thought about it that way. You know, I was thinking more like this and there's a whole, (laughs) there's a whole lot to it. And particularly, you know, when you have other family members involved and, you know, again, your spouse, your significant other, or maybe you have, you know, adult children or, and grandkids that are, you know, in the same town or close by, or maybe they're, maybe they're halfway across the country. You know, all of those things are going to play into what your retirement year is going to look like. And who are you as a person and what are you looking to achieve or what are you looking to, you know, to retire to? Or maybe it's just a transition. Maybe you you do some part-time work or consulting. Maybe you do some volunteer work. You know, maybe you do a combination of a variety of things and maybe you just you make some changes along the way. And, you know, the good thing about retirement is that you, you kind of have the time to do with it as you will. But the key is, is that you think about it and you consult with your spouse, you know, and your other family and the people who are important to 
for you so that you know you you don't just kind of languish around with all this time and trying to figure out well, what am I what do I do now it sounds funny but I mean I, I see it happen from time to time and uh, the more you uh, you address it and think about it in advance the better off you are I think it's funny I was going to ask you how many conversations between say a couple have you sort of flipped on on its head you know in the middle of a meeting with you where they decide all of a sudden that they view things differently and, and sort of discover that for the first time it happens, Walter. It really does. And, and I mean, that's part of that discovery process. You know, not only me, uh, you know, getting to know them, but just, uh, you know, sometimes it's like you say, it's just unearthing, you know, some thoughts and questions. And oftentimes, you know, it, it's one of those things where folks kind of in the back of their mind realize that maybe they're not exactly on the same page with their spouse or, or they're not sure if they are or not. But it's been some of those conversations that they've just tended to avoid because it's just easier to, to go past them. But then when you really start thinking about, well, what's your day-to-day life going to be and how are things going to play out, you know, they find that it's like, hey, this wasn't such a you know, taboo subject for us to get into. And maybe it was really a good thing for us to talk about, but it does, it does throw people for a loop occasionally. And, you know, ultimately that's a good thing because, you know, the sooner you address some things that might be a little bit different than what you originally thought, then it becomes easier to deal with and it becomes more of an adventure, you know, so to speak. And it's like, okay, well, it's kind of a, you know, a thing where you looking forward to, uh, you know, maybe some, you know, new challenges or new ways of thinking of things and, uh, you know, and really, you know, being able to enter into a whole new life with your spouse, you know, because for most people, it's kind of like they, they've gone to work, they've come home, you know, and, you know, maybe both folks were working, maybe one person was working, you know, outside the home and the other one was working inside the home, but, but there was a certain dynamic in that relationship. And then once you no longer are going to work for a paycheck and you have more time on your hands, the whole relationship kind of changes a little bit and, you know, and the dynamics of that relationship change a bit. It's a really good point, Glenn. And I think a really good way to view this is that the conversation, if it leads to a disagreement, doesn't have to be a negative thing. Don't view a disagreement as a negative. View that as the opportunity to get on the same page and better to bring it up now rather than later on when maybe you can't make changes. You can't have a productive conversation. You can have those conversations during the planning process. So go ahead and have the disagreements then. Don't view it as being at odds, but rather the chance to make sure you're going to make good decisions all the way around. So that's really important to view that as a positive thing that you might view these things differently when you start having this conversation. One other example too would be Glenn here talking about investments. And if your investments aren't currently doing well, conventional wisdom would tell us to, well, try something else, which seems to make sense on its face. Well, to some extent, Walter, and the thing that you got to remember is that a couple things at play there. If you're in retirement, you certainly have more time on your hands, and sometimes having more time on your hands, you know, it you know you start paying more attention to certain things, or you start you know thinking about you know this or that. Well, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should do. And the, and the challenge is that you know you got to realize that no matter what you know, vehicle you're using or however you're positioning your money, there's going to be pros and cons and there's going to be times, you know, where an element of your strategy is going to be working better than on other times. And, you know, maybe not all of you, not all of your strategies are going to be hitting on all cylinders at, at any given time. Maybe have one part that's doing well and one part that's, you know, kind of lagging a little bit, but that's kind of normal. And really it's like, you know, if you have a scenario where everything is going all together well and there's no offsets, 
then that can sometimes be a dangerous thing because it's like it tends to be all or nothing. And so, you know, when you start looking at, you know, when, hey, when the economy is booming and the stock market's, you know, just rip roaring to the upside, well, that can be a very good thing at certain times in your life and be positioned in that way. But at the same time, it's like, you know, when the bow breaks and it turns on the other and goes in the other direction, you don't want to necessarily be, you know, just expose, have all your exposure in one area. So you want to think in terms of, well, it's, it's more of a balanced approach, especially in those retirement retirement years. And typically, if something is somewhat underperforming, and the things that are, you know, that are outperforming, you know, they're going to switch roles, you know, at, at some time, and most of the time, it's not too far in the distant future, where this, you know, things are going to shift and change a little bit in the economy, and different parts of your portfolio and different parts of your plan are going to start performing differently. And so, you know, sometimes it's the, you know, the best thing to just, you know, sit still, it doesn't mean that you just don't pay any attention to it. But, you know, just be cautious, if you've put together a good plan and you know that it's built to last, then part of the nature of that means that you're not going to have everything just going you know, perfectly wonderful every, you know, at all times. There's always going to be ups and downs and whatnot. And the key is, is making sure that your plan is designed to be able to handle those ups and downs. And th- then it doesn't matter that you're going to be okay no matter what. Well, if you'd like to have a discussion about some of these kinds of things with Glenn Mosseller in his office, it's easy to do that. Come in, have a conversation about where you stand right now with your financial plan, where you want to go with it into the future as well. If you're new to the podcast, here's the way to get in touch. You can go to greensbororetirement.com. Look at the bottom of the page for the area where it says free consultation. Again, just go to the bottom of the page at greensbororetirement.com on your smartphone or computer. Click on free consultation, and in just a few seconds, you can schedule a time to meet at your convenience. Or pick up the phone and give Glenn a call if you've got some questions. 336-291-3535 is the number. That's 336-291-3535. Glenn, thanks for helping set us straight on some of this conventional wisdom and how sometimes instead of following blindly, we want to do a little bit more digging, a little bit more research and see how it affects our particular situation. That's always, I think, an important reminder. Absolutely, Walter. We'll talk to you next time. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 